The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Haimi and Dina Dana. Hashem Ishmirem Vihayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be. Mehunach Alpi Toratino Akedusha. They should grow up and they should be Zochel, the Torah, or Mitzvot, or Chupa. Today's daf is being studied. Two lines from the bottom. Amar b'itzhak, bar Yosef, Amar b'yohanan. Ha'omer l'shlucho. Person tells his agent, l'shaliyah. Tse v'kadesh li isha setam. He go tells the shaliyah, go, mekadesh a lady for me. Amai behev. Stam, but it doesn't say which lady. Stam. So what happens over here? The Bach is Umet HaShaliyah. Now the Shaliyah died. So the guy doesn't know who he's married to. So the guy must have fulfilled the Shalihut. Why? Asur Bechol HaNashim Shiba'olam. So the fellow is Asur to any lady in the world. Why? Hazaka Shaliyah Oseh Shalihuto. You have to assume that the Shaliyah executed his, uh, his purpose, his mission. Since he wasn't explicit with him, he doesn't know who he is mikudash to. So what's the problem? We're concerned that any other lady that he makes a kiddushin to might be a relative to the real one. Might be the mother, a sister, a daughter, a granddaughter, etc. And therefore, since you don't know which lady is the one that is mikudash to, Everybody else becomes forbidden to him because it might be a forbidden relative. Okay, that's the deen. Now, Tosafot over here gives us a little more uh, clarity of why this is so. Tosafot begins, Asur b'kol anashim sheba'olam. V'im tomar, v'kul ha'alma ye'asru lisa anashim. D'shem ha'zot tishin et kadesha'al ye'deshaliyah. Tosafot takes it a step further. Nobody in the world should be able to get married now. Because maybe that's the girl that the shaliyah got in, they, they, they made engaged to that guy. So it's Which means once this case happens, there's a lady out there. Right. So now, not only should be forbidden for the mishaliyah, uh, the one that's sent to get married to anybody, but anybody in the world that should be forbidden. You're going to give kiddushin to a lady. Maybe that lady was mikudash uh, to somebody else. So you could ask her. Tina gedolot. Right, that's only by a gedolah that you trust her. However, ketanot she'enam yudot im avihem kibel avuram kedushim 
Ma'ika lememar, uchbar bet aviha. Which means, that the father, let's say, married her off, where the father's not around anymore, the father died, and the ketana does not have a ne'emanut, or maybe the ketana doesn't even know. So it should be forbidden, at least for everybody in the world, to marry uh, ketanot, because maybe that girl is the one that was uh, engaged, and you can't ask her because she doesn't know. The yeshlomar, the midoraita, afiluhu shari disa. This is all that gives it out to the banan. The oraita, really, even the guy that sent the shaliyah is permissible to get married. Why? You go after the majority. Which means you don't have to assume the majority of the girls of the world are permissible. And therefore, you, you can assume that what? That oraita, she can, he can get married. Why is he forbidden? The rabbis put a class. Which means they were kanas to mishalaya. What did you make a shalia for with stam? What did you put yourself in such a predicament for? So for him, we said he cannot marry anybody. We're reading that Torah, why, why shouldn't he be able to? You go after Rov. Rov and the ladies are permissible. Uh, so when the kanas was made, they only kanast the one that sent the shabbat, they didn't kanas everybody else. Everybody else, mutar, midin, rov. Good. Now comes the Gemara and has a question. And we know that the certain uh, people, for example, a mitzorah, a zav, a zava, a yoledet, that when they finish their process of uh, tum'ah, whatever it may be, they have to bring a korban. And their korban is torim. They bring two birds. Echad and what they do is they designate. They take the two birds, they say, this is the hatat, this is the ola. Now we're going to discuss a case. Let's say he separated two birds, this fellow, but he did not designate which one is the hatat and which one is the ola. So the Gebra says, Rishakish is a question to the Yohanan. Kan situma. Kan is a pair of birds. Situma, meaning Islam, he didn't... Uh, he didn't uh, designate which one's the ola, which was the khatat. Sheparha gozal ehad mehen la'avira olam. One of the birds flew away. So what's the problem? No problem. Oh, sheparha leben hatat metot. Oh, let's say it flew into an, uh, a group of birds that the halakha says you have to kill them. For example, certain birds they consider the khatat shemeta. Different situation where a korban has to be put to death. So therefore, now this animal, is this bird is not around anymore. Either it flew away. Who flew into a pond that's mixed up with other hataot that have to be put to death. Or shemet ehadme. Or one of the pairs of birds just um, died. So you left with one bird, so what do you do? Yikah zug sheni. Okay, just take, take a second bird. Because since you didn't designate which one's the ola and which one's the hatat, no problem, take another one, and then designate. This is hatat, this is ola. However, ve'ilukan mefureshet en lo takana. But let's say you were mefaresh. This is hatat, this is ola. You gave a befirush. Uh, so now what happens, one of them flies away. You don't know which one flew away. When they were together, you were able to compare them, so you knew which one the ola was, which one the hatat was, when they were together. But when the one flew away, you didn't know which one uh, goes away now. So now, now you're stuck. Gemara has a question. So now you're stuck, because what are you going to do? You're going to tell me, uh, this one flew away, you, 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 don't, you don't know what to do even with the one that you have. Wait, what's the problem over here? 
every bird now in the world should become a sur to everybody. Why? Because now another guy is going to bring, let's say, a, a, a zav. Right? Another guy has to bring korban. Maybe when he takes the bird, maybe that bird is uh, already consecrated to the other zav. Why do you say that? Why don't you say to every single word, maybe that's it? He's just like you're telling me. By the guy who's Mekadesh to Isha. Right? Stam. So you don't know which lady who's Mekadesh. He's a suit to everybody. Say the same thing to the birds. Now, granted, Tosfot just told me, I didn't make a Gizirat to everybody else. Which means, to everybody else, I wasn't, I didn't make a Knas. So therefore, just like everybody else is mutat to get married, everybody else should be able to take a, a bird. So Tosfot crystallizes the question, the question is on Reuven himself, which is that Zav himself. Let's say he has to bring another uh, pair of uh, uh, korbanot for Zavut. He became a Zav again. He should be forbidden to take any bird from the world because we should kanas him. What's the kanas you're going to put on the guy? You didn't protect your birds. Why did one fly away? And therefore, just like you kanas him, when it came to telling a shaliyah to go, Mikadesh, a lady stam, you told me he's a suit to every lady, so he should be a suit to take a bird again, which means he was a Zav. He took two birds over there, he designated. This is Hatat, this is Ola. He doesn't know which one is, when they're together, he knows which one is which, because he can compare. One of them flew away now. Now he's stuck. What is he going to do now? He doesn't know if the one that he has is a Hatat or an Ola. This one is uh, no good. But the Gemara is assuming what? Let him now take another, another pair. He's got to take another pair, because you don't know what, what this one is. It's Hatat or Ola. But what do you mean? Why should he be able to take a pair? Maybe we should suspect that all the birds in the world to him now, are going to become forbidden, which means, which means, if now let's say even uh, the guy himself, Uven, himself, needs to bring a, uh, a, a Qurban. So why are you saying that it's uh, permissible? Let's read that inside again now. Let's read that inside. Ve'ilu kan mifureshet. Kan mifureshet means the case where you designated the birds. One muhatat and one for ola. So what's the deen? What does it say? There is no takana. Which means, you don't, you, what are you going to do? There's this, this bird that remained in front of us, there's nothing to do with it. But the other birds in the world are okay. Why should they be okay? Why don't you say that what, maybe that's the bird, that's the one, that, 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 that's the khatat or the ola. So, Amar so Rabbi Yohanan comes along and says, Ka'amina ana isha de lo naida. Ve'amartli at isura de naid. I told you a case of a lady that doesn't move. And you're bringing me a case of birds that move? What is the answer, Rabbi Yohanan? There's a famous halachic principle when it comes to judging sefekot. And the law is like this. Kol kavua kemehsa al mehsa Anything that is stationary, okay, that is a stationary item, so you have to judge it as 50-50, as mehsa mehsa, 50-50. For example, then right to the case. This lady, this lady over here, that's the shaliyah went to Bikadesh, she's considered a kavua. She's considered a stationary uh, person. Why? The divan explains, because called kivudabat melech penima. Where is a lady? Lady's in the house. The shaliyah went to the, to the house to Mikadesh the lady. So when it comes to a lady, now you have a sefik. So I say, maybe it's this lady, maybe it's that. I don't know who it is now. 
So kol kavua, you have to assume that every lady now is considered safik shakul. It's a it's an even-handed safik. I therefore have to be mahmir. Mashe'en ke'en indication of birds. Birds, they fly all over the place. They go from this nest, they go from that place, they're all over the place. Now we have a rule. When you have a... Um, a rule is called the parish, mirubaka parish. When you have something that uh, moves out of its stationary place, like a bird, it flies away, I can always assume when it comes to things that are not stationary, that move around, that it came from the majority. So therefore, the Buhanats, what are you talking about? You're asking me a question from birds? Birds are naid. Birds move. And therefore, when I find the bird, it came from it came from its place. It's flying all over the place. Now I take it. I say, you know what? Call the parish. Anything that separated, mirubaka parish. I can assume that it was separated from the robe. Therefore, I say it's not the wow. kinim. It's not the, it's not the original bird. Mashekin, a lady that's considered a kavua. She's stationary. She's in the house. And therefore, what? When the guy went to Mikadesh, this is a lady that's kavua. Call kavua more by the lady case than I am going to be by the. Bird case. So the Gibraltar says, wait, not so fast. Maybe I'll tell you the case of the ladies also where she was moving. Why? Maybe the Shaliyah was Mekadesh in the marketplace. Where she wasn't in her stationary place. And if she's not in her stationary place, it's considered called the Parish, but Ubaka Parish. So the Gibraltar says, Eventually the lady's going to always go back home. And therefore, she's always considered a kavua. Even if you caught her outside her stationary place, she's still considered a kavua because what? She's destined to go back home. Mashiach and a bird doesn't have to go back home. The bird flies all over the place. And therefore, the lady case is a kavua. Kavua is called kavua. Therefore, we're going to be mahmir because you have to consider every lady now. Now, these are laws in how to judge. These are, these are facts over here. Uh, and therefore, the birds are considered called the parish, because it's uh, moving from place to place. So the law is, anything that moves from place to place, when you have a sefeq on it, you say, it came from the majority. Since the majority is mutar, um, uh, majority of the birds of the world are mutar, so you can say this, word is, this bird is mutar as well. So that's the difference between the case of the lady and the case of the birds. birds. The Gemara says another statement over here. Amar Rava, umodeh Rabbi Yohanan, does not have a granddaughter. Nor does she have a granddaughter from the son. Granddaughter from the daughter or granddaughter from the son. Not a mother. And not a grandmother. The Rosh speaks out also. Not a mother from the father either. Grandmother from the father. Paternal grandmother. And not a sister. Even if he had a, she had a sister that eventually got divorced, she's going to be permissible. Now let's let's explain it. Let's explain it. Let's explain it clear. If the lady over here that we're talking about, which means the guy sent the shaliyah, he sent it stam. He doesn't know he was mekadesh. So now we said he's submitted to everybody in the world. Now the mishaliyah finds a lady. If the lady has no relatives, so who am I worried about? She's I'm not worried. She's not going to be a surah to, to, to anyone. Which means, if he marries her, what are you going to say? He might have been married to her mother. She doesn't have a mother. 
She might have been married to a sister, doesn't have a sister. Might have been to a granddaughter, doesn't. So therefore, if, if the lady has no relatives, so therefore she's fine. Because what, what are you, what are you suspecting over here? But the Gemara says even a bigger hadush. Even if she had a relative, the Gemara gives the example by the sister, but it's who had deen any of the relatives. Let's say, let's take the sister case, because that's the case that the Gemara brings. Let's say she has a sister, but she was married at the time that he sent the shaliyah. And therefore, since she was married at the time, she couldn't have been the one that he gave the Kiddushin to. Therefore, now marrying this lady, right? I'm the Mishaleach goes. He finds a lady in the street. And uh, all he got to do is ask her. He says, I know you had, no, not where you married. I know you have a sister. Was she married on January 1st when I sent my Shaliyah? So long as the sister was married at the time that the Shalihut was made, you do not suspect that you can have any problem because she was married. But the point of the Gemara is, even though, let's say the Shalihut was sent on January 1st, for argument's sake. At that point, when he, when he commissioned the Shaliyah, the sister was married. Good, so I got no problem, right? But the Hanush Tegimah even though subsequently, January 2nd, she got divorced, and now the guy was on his mission. So when he was going to look for a girl, she was divorced. But the point that the Gemara is going to be that when a person commissions a shaliyah to go do something for him, he commissions him according to what it is at the time of the shaliyah, what it is now. See, right now, when I told you to go Mikadesh a lady for me, it's whoever's available. Wow. Since this lady right now, when I told even though by the time you left, she was available, I'm not concerned. So much so that I'm not concerned is that uh, even if the guy would be Mikadesha, you're not my Shaliyah for that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't tell you that. So for the whole condition is even Batel. Now the Gemara explains. My Ta'ama, what's the logic if she was married at the time of the Shaliyahut? The Ba'ahi Sha'ata. The Ka'amar the Havan the Siban the Gavre. Because at the time that he told her on January 1st, she was married to somebody else. Ki shaliyah, when a person appoints a shaliyah, de kameh. He, is, he does it on things that are in front of him. Things that are available. de lo kameh, lo But something that's not available to him, like this lady, it's not on his mind. Which means, when the guy appoints a shaliyah, the, the lady's married. What do you think? He has her, has her in mind that go mekadesh that lady? Of course, there's nothing of that case. Now, the point over here is the Rosh speaks out, which is very integral to the Pshat of the Gemara. But, if the guy would speak it out, and right. say, Beferush, even if she's divorced, uh, subsequently, she's in the game. Which is, it's only because the guy said, Stam. The guy just, listen, Mekadesh lady for me. So you assume, Mekadesh lady, whoever's uh, eligible at the time of the appointment. But if he was said, Beferush, Mekadesh lady, so long as she's available... At the time that you go uh, give the ring, I got no problem with it. Good. So therefore, the Gemara says a hadush over here. Let's review. Guy says the shaliyah stam. Shaliyah stam, now what happens? Um, he's submitted to every lady in the world. However, if the guy that he's subsequently going to give the kiddushin to has no relatives, right? Or the relative that she has was married at the time... Even though subsequently got divorced after the shidduch was sent, doesn't matter because she could still marry her because you assume that what 
that he did not appoint uh, 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 the shaliyah for that case. And even if he did give it to her, it's nothing. Because you're not my shaliyah. So comes the Gibran and says, wait, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, yesterday's Mishnah, Hareni Nazir, Ve'alai Legaleyach Nazir. Remember we said a guy made a statement. He says, I'm going to be a Nazir, and it's on me to bring the Qurbanot of a, another Nazir. Remember the guy accepted upon himself two situations. Nazirut for himself, and to bring the Qurban for a, another Nazir. And what happened? His friend that was standing there heard, Ve'amar, Ve'ani ve'alai legaleyach nazir. What did he say? Me too. I'm also going to be a nazir, and it's also upon me to bring a offering of a, another nazir. So they have two guys now, have the same obligation on them. So what did the Mishnah say? If they're smart, which means let them, let them bring each other's kurbanot. Because they'll both become nazirim, Right? A will bring these korbanot, bring will be A's korbanot for it, and you fulfill uh, both obligations. Vim lav, megalchim nezirim achari. But if not, then they have to accept upon themselves nezirut, and bring a korban for somebody else. Now the Gemara says, Bishlama batra'a ika kadma'a kameh. The second guy had the first guy in front of him. Ela kadma'a mi ika batra'a kameh. But the first guy, did he have the second guy in front of him? Which means like this, you'll give me a rule. You tell me that a person, when he accepts upon something upon himself, he only accepts what's in front of him. He doesn't accept situations that didn't happen yet. So what are you talking? I understand these cases where you have two guys, A and B, they both accepted upon themselves to bring Yazirut for somebody else. So I understand B has no problem to bring for A. Because when B made his commitment, A was already there. A already was a Nazir. And therefore, he committed himself to bring A... Kurban for a Nazir. And the, the Nazir was there already. Masha'ikim, when, how did you tell me that A could bring for B? When A made his commitment, uh-huh. B wasn't even Nazir yet. I thought you told me when a person makes a commitment, he doesn't make a commitment only on things that are in front of him. Not on things that are going to transpire. So how could you tell me that A could bring for B? B was not even the Nazir at the time. B only accepted it after A. So therefore, your principle is not, uh, does not hold... So the Gemara says, Ela, you're right. We have to adjust the, the cloud. Hachi ka'amar. Oh, no, continue. Ela, hachi ka'amar. They have to say, what's the story of the case of the Nazir? Why could they bring Qurbanot for each other? Ela, hachi ka'amar. nazir He must mean to say, listen, when A makes his statement, he says, listen, if, if B is going to become a Nazir, I'll, uh, I'll commit myself to his uh, Qurban. Which means, he is going to make a statement on something that it's not in front of him. How can I miss? say the same thing by the lady. Why don't you say by the case of the Kedushin, where the guy tells the Shaliyah, same thing, listen, I know she's married now. The, which is, even if she's married now, this lady, if she gets divorced by the time you get there, handle it. You just like you say by Nazir, a guy projects on something that uh, might be happening in the future, say the same thing by the Kedushin, and therefore it should be that if, if the, she had a sister, that was married, and subsequently got divorced. That lady now should become forbidden, because maybe the guy made the kiddushin to the sister that was um, that, that, that was divorced, and a man does project. Just like in zinut, you tell me there's a projection. So to buy the kiddushin, let's say there's a projection. So comes the Gemara and says, okay, there's a big difference between the case of when a guy declares something. The case of the nizinut was just a declaration, or when a person appoints a shaliyah. Shaliyah. It's a big difference. Why? Amre, 
לא משווה אינא שדיח אלא במילתא דמצא עביד השתא. You can only appoint a shaliyah on something that you yourself are able to do now. But if you can't do it yourself now, you have no ability to appoint a shaliyah for it. Now we're discussing a halachic situation, which means, in the case of the Kiddushin, let's say, this lady, there's a lady out there, She's married. Okay? At this point, if the Mishalech himself wanted to get married to that lady, can he? Nope. No. So we have a rule. Anything that the Mishalech cannot do himself now, he cannot appoint the Shalech. Now, let me go even further. Not, for sure the Shalech cannot get married to the Mishalech cannot get married to this lady. She's married. But even more. He can't even go to her and say, listen, when you get divorced. <coughs> Because that's considered davar olam. That's considered a situation that has not come yet to the world, and therefore the kedushin is not going to be hal. So therefore, by the case of the kedushin, since he himself can't do it now, I'm going to say even better. Which means like this: even if he would say explicitly, even if he would tell the mishaleah, go and mekadesh, and even if she's married now, and she gets some divorce, go do it. Doesn't work. Even if he says it explicitly, you cannot appoint a shaliyah on something that you use a halachic situation. You can't do it. Even if he explicitly would say it. In the case of the Nazir, I was making a shidi uh, over The guy just says, listen, fellow A says, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm a Nazir, and if somebody else becomes a Nazir, well, I'll bring his korbanot. He projects. He does project. No problem with shidi over there. In this case over here, Let's speak it out what happened. The guy told the Shaliyah, Stam, go make this me a lady. Beautiful. January 1st. Right? He goes now, subsequently the Shaliyah dies. He doesn't know who he's married to. Halakha. He finds a lady now that's Mishaliyah. And uh, he finds that he, she has no relatives. She, he, she only has one sister. All he had to do was ask her. Uh, that sister that you had, was she married on January 1st? She says, yeah. No problem. Mutar. Mutar. Why? Because since she was married on January 1st, when the Shilihut was activated, and the Mishaleah could not have made a Kiddushin to that lady at that time, therefore he cannot appoint a Shaliyah to make a Kiddushin for that uh, lady and subsequently. Mm-hmm. And therefore, therefore the Gemara wants to make the Chiluk. Don't compare me Nizirut, which is not an Anyan of Shaliyah, to the case of Shaliyah. The Gemara is going to ask now a question on this principle. Are you telling me? That if you can't do right. it yourself now, you can't appoint a shaliyah. The Gemara says, Velo, that's not so. Now, let me tell you the question outside, because it's a little long the way they're going to ask the question. So I'm just going to give you the question outside, and then we'll read it all inside. You've got to know two laws. You've got to know the law of the shaliyah and the law of the fellow. Let's talk about the law of the fellow himself. There's a law like this that says, according to Hachamim at least. According to Hachamim. A fellow is going on a, uh, a trip. Okay? Right? He's going away. He cannot tell his wife before he leaves, listen, all the nidarim that you're going to make from now till I get back, I'm making hafara. Right. Cannot do that. It's called the hakamim. Which means you cannot uh, make a hafara before. Before, before, before the things happen. You can't do that. Okay? Which means right now, we cannot say, I'm making hafara 
on all subsequent uh, nidarim uh, that uh, take place when oh, I'm gone, right. it does not work. According to Hachamim, at least. However, there is a halacha that says that he can tell his apotropos, he can tell his shaliyah before he leaves on the trip. Listen, do me a favor, I'm not going to be here. Any nid that my wife makes, uh, handle it. Make hafara for me. What do you mean? He himself would not be able to make hafara right now. How then can he appoint the shaliyah? You just gave me a cloud. If you can't do it yourself, you sure. can't appoint the shalia. But by Nidarim, it's not like that. He's allowed to appoint his apotropos to do it, even though he himself cannot. Do it. cannot. So the Gemara says, Nidarim Listen, I'm putting you in charge. You're my uh, agent. Handle it. Make a fara for me. Veferla. Yachod yumufarim. Now, Will they be mufat? Does it work such a thing? Talmud Omar, Isha yikimenu v'isha yifirenu. Comes a pasuk and says, no. We have a pasuk that says, only the husband. Isha yikimenu v'isha yifirenu. Continue. Devei Rabbi Yoshiach. That's Rabbi Yoshiach. Rabbi Yonatan Omer, Matzinu b'chol ha-conscious. L'chosh l'adam kemoto. Rabbi Yonatan says, what's the problem? Shaliyah. You can always make a shaliyah. No problem. Just like the husband can do it, the... Shaliyah can do it. Now, let's speak out. According to the first opinion, the only reason why you can't do a point the apotropos is because you have a pasuk. Right? If it wasn't for the pasuk, we'd have no problem to appoint the apotropos. The only reason why the Yoshiyah says he can't do it is because of the pasuk. But if it wasn't for the pasuk, apotropos mefar. Right? Which means it's a gizirat katuv. But without the pasuk, there'll be no problem for the apotropos to make the hafara. Why not? The ilu But when it comes to himself, Tanya, ha'omer le'ishto, kon nedarim shetaduri mikan ve'ad shavu b'makomploni yukayamin. The guy before he leaves on the trip says, "Listen, all the nedarim that you're going to make from now till I come back are going to be kayam." Lo amarkelum. Mufarim, but he says the opposite. He says, whatever you're going to make from that like come back is going to be Mufar. Mahloka, the Bina Ezra made Mufar. Now, Kasa Kadata Kiamara Biyoshia, when the Vishia's Shita is following Ali Badra Banan, is following the opinion of the rabbis. The Amre, Lomatse Mefar. Now, the Ilav, the Amara, Hamana, Shay Kiuni, Vishay Firen, if it wasn't for the Gizrata Katuf, Apotropos, Havi Mefar. Which means, Kemarah is proving the, a question like this. I agree. Bottom line, we have a pasuk according to Yoshiyah that says, the husband makes the hafara. Right. And therefore you cannot use an apotropos to make hafara. But, if you didn't have that pasuk, there'd be no problem for the husband to, for the apotropos to make a hafara. Why, why? How can you even think that the husband can make a hafara? I'm sorry, the apotropos can make a hafara if the husband himself... Cannot. That goes against the, the golden rule that you told me, that if the husband can't do it now, he cannot appoint an apotropos to do it. Oh, so comes the Gemara and says, nah, who told you that Rabbi Yoshiyah holds like Hakamim? Maybe he's Could be that that shita of Rabbi Yoshiyah holds like Rabbi Yoshiyah, that really the husband can't be mefer. Which means, and the Hadush is, the husband can be mefeh, but we have the Gizrat, the Katub, that the Apotopos cannot be. And if it wasn't for the Pasuk, there would be no problem for the Apotopos to be mefeh. Why not? The husband can do it, uh, the Apotopos. And the Gizrat, the Katub, that the Apotopos can do, because it's Ishaiy Kimenu, Ishaiy Firenu. And therefore, really, I'll tell you, you have no question. 
Really, the golden rule stands that if the shaliak, if the husband can't do it, the shaliak can't do it. Oh, but this rabbi holds up your shed that the husband can't do it. Because didn't we say with Look at the chavir to be the Isaac. The husband do it. So therefore, since the husband can do it, I would have thought that the shaliak can do it. But having is that the katuv, not. But now you have a, a side question. The Gemara is going to ask. So you're going to tell me that what the husband himself can do it. So what would he ever appoint that patropos for? Which means he's going on a trip. Let the just husband do it. According, right. according to according to be the eyes. Why would you ever even dream to put a shaliyah in your place? When you could do it, just do it yourself. Just say, listen, whatever need that he's going to do uh, from now until I come back is mufar. What, what would you have to appoint the shaliyah? You could do it yourself. So the Gemara says, What do you got to point there, shaliyah? Lefar la. Let him do it himself. You. So the Gemara says, "Kasabar dilma mishtalina or atahna or matridna." Three situations we're worried. No boy might forget before he goes on. Before he goes away on the strip, or atahna is going to be angry, be angry at her. Therefore, he's not going to be. He's going to, you know, not 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 be offended at him. Or matridna is going to be just preoccupied with his uh, with his travels, which means. It's, it's, it's easier for the guy to doesn't forget to listen. Tells the shaliyah handle it. He doesn't know what's going to be right before he goes away. You know, he might forget and things like that. Look at Tosafot the way he explains this. Tosafot, Dibur Matid Dilma. Dilma Mishtalina, Lashon Shegaga. Shegai, he's going to forget. O Matridna Minaderich, Velachen Rotsel Limnot Apotropos. Now, Veoto Apotropos, Yemi Yushab Bidato. Very good, which means he's going to tell the shaliyah, listen. I might be flustered before I leave. My head's going to be all over the place, packing, going, this and that. You know what? You're going to be me, you shav. You, 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 you'll, you'll take care of it. That, that's why he would do such a thing. Now, Tosfot has a very a very strong question, which we learned in the Gemara and the Darim. Tosfot says, no problem. What are you worried about? The guy himself might be flustered. So let him come two weeks before, when, he, when he's still to me, you shav, before his trip, and, uh, and make, the, uh, make the statement. So Tosfot says, no, he doesn't want to make it two weeks before he leaves, because maybe he doesn't want to be mefer, those nedarim in those two weeks. While he's here. Maybe he wants to just mefer nedarim right before he leaves. So Tosfot says, fine, let him go two weeks before and say, when he still has me, Yeshua Dad, that when I, but right before I leave, those nedarim. So he doesn't want to do that, because it's going to get into a fight with his wife now. It's going to cause ketatat, it's going to cause a, a, a fight. So therefore, he'd rather appoint a putrapos where his wife doesn't know anything. So therefore, he's not going to have to have a machloket. Right? So therefore, the Gemara's conclusion over here is as follows. Let's just conclude and crystallize what happened in this Gemara. The basis of this Gemara started with a fellow that told the Shaliyah, We don't like what this guy did, by the way. You don't tell a Shaliyah, For that reason, the rabbis will connect him. It's a knas, the way Tosfot learned. And they told you know what? You're going to be forbidden to marry any lady now in this world. You know why? Because they have to suspect that the lady that you're giving the Kiddushin to, maybe the Shilayah was Mekadesh, her sister, her mother, her grandmother, her daughter, her granddaughter, and now you already have Isur over here. So therefore, they made a Knas. Tosfot spoke out the Knas was only for the Mishalayah, but not for everybody else in the world. We had a question from Kansipur. Question from Katsipur was a similar question. Guy has two birds, one flies away. So we come along and say, well, the remaining one is Asur. But Masra, all the other birds are still permissible. Why should they be permissible? Why do you say the same suspicion that maybe the bird that he takes now, the same guy, the Uven, the same bird that he takes, is that one, and he's taken out for an Ola, and it's really a Hatat. 
So the Gemara says, what are you asking? Rabbi Hanan says, that's not stationary. That's 90. And therefore you have the rule of Kodeh Parish, Merubaka Parish. They're flying all over. But a lady is considered a Kavua. She's in the house. And with the law is what? Kol Kavua. It's 50-50. You don't have a majority. So the Gemara says, good. But this is talking about only if a lady had relatives. Which is the lady that the Mishra going to be Kedush has relatives. But she has no relatives. Or even if she has a relative that was married at the time of the activation of the Shilihut, no problem, should be permissible. So the Gemara says, what's the Pshat? So we thought the Pshat originally is because a guy doesn't project. A guy doesn't project. How come my Nedarim, the guy projected? Which means guy A that accepted upon himself Nezirut, and I'm going to bring a Quran for somebody else. You no, know, guy B didn't even become a Nazir yet. Okay. We say they can swap Nezirut. Oh, so the Gemara says, no, 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 no. You're right. The, when it comes to making a Shaliyah, it's different. Which is a person cannot, will not, cannot... Make a shaliyah unless he himself can could do it. Yeah. Now this guy of himself, the mishalek, cannot make a kedushin on a lady that's divorced. He can't even tell her. Listen, when you get divorced, that's the mashalav alaolam. That's not going to work such a thing. So since he can't do it, he cannot activate a shaliyah. So therefore, in the case where the lady was married, the relative was married on January first at the time of the shaliyah, no problem. And the lady has no other relatives. It'd be permissible for him to get married. Oh, we had a question from. Nidarim, oh, I'll show you a case where a person could potentially, we thought, use a shaliyah if it wasn't for a gizrat katuf. Potentially could send a shaliyah, even though he himself can't do it. We said, no, maybe that shita is going with the opinion that says he would be able to do it. And therefore, since he would be able to make the hafara himself before he leaves, I would have thought he could use a shaliyah. If it is, if he could do it himself, why would I even think to point to shaliyah? No, he's going to be busy, he's going to be tied up, and things like that. On this Gemara, the famous derasha of the Mari Abu Hab, uh, or, or I think it's Rabbi Yaakov Berav, if I'm not mistaken, which was the rabbi of Maran. He said a derasha, again, it's a derasha. That, what does it mean when we say Nagadash al Pesach, Velavan bikesh la'akor et akol? Lavan tried to destroy all of the Klal Yisrael. Where do you see that Lavan tried to destroy all of the Klal Yisrael? So he says, when Avraham appointed Eliezer the Shaliyah to go Mikadesh a lady. Now he didn't tell Buddha Mekadesh. That's a classic case of stam. Now what did Lavan do when Eliezer got there? He tried to poison his wine. By killing Eliezer, what would happen? Yitzhak would be forbidden to every lady in the world. Now it's because forbidden to every lady in the world. There's no Klai Yisrael. So Lavan bikesh la'akor etakol, meaning based on this Gemara, killed the Shaliyah, and therefore Yitzhak is done. Now of course I say it's a dirashah, because there's ways to answer you. We, we, we gave the ways out over here. If there's a lady that doesn't have relatives, or uh, go take a giyoret, or uh, there's always answers. That might be a deras. That's, a, that's what he says. Okay, we continue the next Mishnah. Okay, we had this case in yesterday's Gemara. A fellow comes along and says, it is a comment upon me to be Megalea Hefa Nazir. Now, what does that mean, half a nazir? So we understood it means he's obligating himself to bring half the korbanot of a nazir. Okay, whatever. The nazir has to bring four korbanot, he's accepting upon himself to bring two. The shama habiro. And his friend heard as well. The amar, va'ani alay legalea hatsi nazir. And he says the same thing, me too. So it says, ze megalea nazir shalem, ve ze megalea nazir shalem, the vreda bimir. Bimir says, no such thing as hatsi nazir over here. Yeah, each guy's got to bring the korbanot of a full nazir. That's where it be me on the sin. And we'll see exactly why in the Gemara. Now, Chamim Omrim, no. Zim Megalea Hatsin Nazir. Zim Megalea Hatsin Nazir. Now, Chamim say, no. Each guy will bring 
Half, half of the Korbanot. We have a Mahlokar over here in this terminology of the Mishnah. When he says, Hare alai negaleya chatsi nazir. Is he obligated to bring full Korbanot? Or can he get away with what he said, chatsi, just to bring half Korbanot? Now the Gemara puts the analysis. The Gemara says, Amaraba. Hakol modi. Everybody agrees, meaning the Bimir and Hakamim. That's clear. Where he says, half the korbanot of a nazir is on me. No argument. Hatsi korban mighty. Everybody will bring half the korbanot. They, they, that's beferush. Now, korbanot hatsi nazir alai. But where he puts the words hatsi nazir next to each other. Everybody says you got to bring the... Full. You know why? My tamad the halu ashkam nizirut the palga. There's no such thing as half nizirut. Right. Which is where the guy says hatsi nizirut. Like korbenot hatsi niz hatsi nazir. What's hatsi nazir? There's no such thing as hatsi nazir. It's a full nazir. Full nazir. You gotta bring the full thing. That's not the argument. Where's the machlokin in the terminology of the mishnah? Vechi peligi belishnat the matnitin peligi. It's the argument in the last one of the mishnah. What do we say in the mishnah? Hare alai. Oh, you said the word hare alai. Allah is like accepting upon himself a korban. And then he comes along and says, nazir. So he's got like a double language. Alai, which sounds like a full situation. Then he corrects it with like a hatsi nazir. So how does that work? So the Gibraltar says, Finished. Once you say hare alai, ehayev akula korban nizirut. Yehayev and everything. Which means, Adam nitfas you mean you catch the guy what came out of his mouth first the wor- first words that came out of his mouth was Hare Alai it's on me it's like making a nether of Nizirut you gotta bring the full Qurban Nizirut. when the guy finishes the statement of it says Hatsi Nizirut which means we don't believe him which means we don't believe him because you, you, you can't bring every Qurban and therefore eh, it's like the guy it, it's as if the guy came along and said Korbenot Hatsi Nazir. And therefore, which means when a guy comes along and says, Korbenot Hatsi Nazir Alai, what do we say above? There's no such thing as Hatsi Nazir. And I must be have to bring the, the full. Which is this case in the Mishnah when he says, Hare Alai. Legaleya Hatsi Nazir. We're considering it, you have to tfos Lishon Bishon. Hare Alai. Hare Alai, it's on you. On you, you gotta bring full. I believe you, but he said something about half a nazir. So, you know what that half a nazir is like saying? Full. It's like he's saying, Kurbanot Hatsi Nazir. What is it, Kurbanot Hatsi Nazir? There's such a thing as Hatsi Nazir? Nothing. Then we gotta bring full. That's the way the Mimir understands. Bachamim. Rabbanan. Sabi. Nadar. Undeder. Upetah imohu. Yeah, he made a neder. No question. He said, Hare Alai. Right. Which is really full. But then what did he do? He retracted. He made a, he took a petah. He took a way out. Which he came along and said, you know what? No, no, no. I said, which sounds like full. No, I mean, no, no, no. I mean hef. I mean hef. I was never bring hef. Which is, since he corrected himself, or whatever, like he, you know, he, he, he explained himself. So we looked at it and said, yeah, no quite. It's full. But then he said, Hatsin Nazir. Right. Hatsin Nazir is which really means, since he said alai, and then he got into the Hatsi, that's the point. Since he said, Alai, then he got to it's like he's retracting. So when he retract, I'm sorry. Instead of bringing the fir, the full, oh, I only yeah. want to bring a. Hey, if that's the way they understand it, that's the way Tosfot and the Rosh explained it as well. 
איזה שרק כשסיים ואמר חצי נזיר, הרי הוא כאילו אמר חצי קורבנות נזיר. זה מאוד פון. Now like he said, חצי, קורבנות חצי נזיר. חצי נזיר זה פול. You have to say it's as if he said, חצי קורבנות נזיר. That I'm bringing half the קורבנות of a נזיר, but you just said you're bringing the full. I retract it. And therefore you only have to bring, אה, כל אחד מהעולם, אמן ואמן.